Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> yes, another week has rolled around in the piping scene, and you guessed it, we've got a lot to talk about this week, including quite an interesting topic of the week. Um, yeah, following the launch of a brand new podcast, yeah, we get catching up with Gary West, so that's to come later in the show. But first of all, let's get through all of our introductions and such, shall we? So if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are Welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, being Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. And don't forget, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. So if you would like to help support us and be part of the Patreon faithful, then you can. Just go over there, click on support. There's links in the show notes right now. And you can get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Now, that includes all of our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, which is two hours worth of a live radio show in your pocket every week. That plus you get exclusive interviews, performances, those video clips, rab episodes of Rab Show, plus there's so much back there on Patreon. It's its own community. Honestly, it's fantastic. So if you do want to be part of that Patreon faithful, you can. But you don't have to, because we will continue producing this show for free in your lugs each and every week. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Now, as I say, with each episode of the Rab Show podcast, we do open our doors to listener mail, where we encourage you guys to email us in at any point with anything at all. If you have any comments, queries, questions, you can always email us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, we did get a lot of commentary over last week. Yeah, talking about last week's episode and the yeah the interview that we had with Simon Tumier from Hands Up the Trad. And a lot of people went and checked out Simon's podcast. And I have to say a huge thank you. Because honestly, it's just so great to be able to introduce people to more music in the trad and folk scene. And yeah, by listening to Foot Stomping, that podcast there and the Hands Up for Trad, it's just absolutely fantastic it's packed full with new music old music honestly it's a great resource even for me uh you know as a podcaster and music fan i constantly listen to simon's podcast and yeah there's a wealth of information over there for about the trad and folk scene so shout out to simon for last week's episode on the pod it was a lot of fun putting it together and yes i was a little bit starstruck (laughs) yeah i've been a fan of simon's work now for a long time Uh, so yeah it was awesome to get catching up with simon and bringing that to the podcast and thank you to everyone who fed back saying yes went back listened to the the podcast and yes absolutely agree it was fantastic so there you are another shameless plug for hands up for trad and for foot stomping uh but honestly what a cracking show that was yeah so if you haven't listened to last week's by the way go back have a listen to last week's topic Uh, yeah quite an interesting conversation there with simon tumer Awesome. All right. So also, we got some more emails in. Uh, we got another email here from Paul White from the city of Edinburgh, Pipe Bands. And dear Rab and team, just a short note to let you know about an upcoming event called the Pipe Majors Wheel of Fortune competition. Yes, now I was aware of this. 
Yeah, now we've uh, promoted it, of course, across our socials, so by now you've probably already seen it. Uh, but this event has been running now since 2017. Uh, so this will be held on Saturday the 29th of April in Danderhall Miners Club in Midlothian. Yeah. Now, from what I remember, this is quite a fun occasion where you do have like a big Wheel of Fortune where pipers go up on stage and they spin this Wheel of Fortune and then they have to play whatever is on this wheel, I guess. Uh, So they're delighted to announce that this year they have John Dew, Cameron Drummond, Kyle Howe, Brian Lohman, Ross Miller, John Mulhern, Jonathan Simpson and Craig Sutherland. That's quite a lineup, folks, isn't it? So, yeah, that's a lot of top pipers. That's, oh, that's going to be fun. So, they're saying that this is a celebration of piping in a relaxed and supportive environment. And also, it helps raise funds for the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band as well. Tickets are 15 quid, which you can pay on the door on the night. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be worth the price of admission, let's say that. So for more information, you can go and check out the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band on their socials. And yeah, I think they have ticket information up there as well, where you can possibly even buy them in advance. So yeah, that's quite a lineup there for the Wheel of Fortune event. Really looking forward to that, actually. 29th of April in Danderhall Miners Club in Midlothian. There you are. So I know that normally comes on dates for your diary, but yeah. We'll announce it at this point. So if you do have anything else that you would like to help promote or talk about yourselves out there, uh, or even just a shout-out to our Johnny down the road. Hey, Johnny, you're class. Yeah, <laughs> you can email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. All righty. Well, at this point in the show, yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. <laughs> Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Recording. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is recording. Now, I've had an experience with this this past week, and uh, it's not a good one. Well, it kind of is. It's a good one and a bad one, I guess. But that's what's inspired this week's Word of the Week. Yeah. Now, you guys know I've lifted the sticks over the last few weeks again to try and work off the rust. And I'm, you know, running through the old Duthert book and trying to get the hands going again, playing through some old rudiments, some old scores and stuff that I know are challenging for me and getting my drumming back again, you know, trying to get the hands moving again with the sticks in them. But I suddenly decided while editing one night that I would lift the chanter again. It's sitting here right in front of me. And I thought, hey, I'll play a tune or two. And uh, yeah, so I did and played it. I thought, I thought it was going okay. So I decided, right, this is not going too bad. I'll maybe I'll send a recording of this to my pipe tutor, Andrew Shilliday, and uh, see what Andrew thinks. So I recorded me playing a tune that I should already know quite well. I thought it sounded great and sent it to Andrew. And oh boy, did I regret it because listening back to that recording... It honestly didn't sound as good as what it did in my head. <laughs> Whoa! <clears throat> yeah, um, you could tell I hadn't had the practice chanter in my hand for a few weeks. Instead, I had a pair of drumsticks in my hands for a few weeks. Um, so, yeah, uh, I learned a lot from taking a simple recording of me practicing away through a tune, thinking, oh, it was okay, it was all good, and then watching back at it and going, Wow! That was shocking. I, who was I kidding? So, uh, 
uh, <clears throat> yeah, I learned a lot from that experience. And now I'm kind of seeing where even the likes of the Piper's Dojo and stuff would recommend a lot that you record your practice sessions, you know, and record yourself playing, be it on snare drum, pipes, chatter, whatever. Record your session, <clears throat> and then you can listen back to it and kind of critique yourself. And, and yeah, I wish I did critique myself before I even sent it to my tutor. Now, Andrew, to be fair to him, was very graceful and said, well, Rabbit, maybe it wasn't your best performance. <laughs> uh, but said it wasn't far away, you know, Um but yeah, even I could see the flaws in the performance myself. And I'm not going to share that here in the podcast because it's way too embarrassing. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, whenever you are playing through sets and scores and stuff and you think you're doing okay and you're practicing quite okay, you know, you think you're doing a good job. But after a practice session, you think, right, that was good. That was quite positive. And you, yeah, you walk away, set the chanter down, think ah, I've done okay there. And then if you listen back to a recording of it, and you go, oh my word, what was I thinking? It's the weirdest thing, uh, but definitely a very useful tool when it comes to practice, one of which I'll be using more of in the future. Uh, So yeah, that's inspired this week's Word of the Week, recording. Yeah, now trust me folks, give it a go. Try and record your practice sessions and then watch them back, uh, because your perception of them may not be the actual reality of them. Uh, so, yeah, it's a very interesting tool, and it's good to have that perspective, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, shout-out to Andrew Shilliday, who was very graceful in receiving a dreadful video from me. Uh, but And, yeah, he said, no, that's not far away, Rob. But, uh, yeah, there, you need some work there in some parts. So I'm doing those some work, some bits of work there, I guess. Yeah. what I'm finding it's difficult actually keeping up the drumming element as well as the piping element because they're kind of they're the same world but they're two different worlds does that make sense it's kind of difficult to kind of maintain both so I'm not having to split my practice time between drumming and piping which is a bit odd Um, yeah it's a difficult yeah I don't know. I guess I'll try and master it as best I can. But uh, yeah, there you are. This week's word of the week is recording. And uh, I would urge you to go and try it. Yeah, if you're practicing over sets and scores and stuff for this incoming season, just record yourself in your practice time. And yeah, it can be a bit shocking, I guess. (laughs) Or it could be a really positive thing and going, I'm not playing that as bad as I thought it was. That sounds good. There you go. It could have the opposite effect. All right. Okay. After Word of the Week, you guessed it, it brings us on to the next section of our show, which is always very popular, which is Weekly Drone. And yes, we've got another Weekly Drone this week. Uh, JD didn't get too long of a holiday, I guess. Uh, So, yeah, you can send us in your thoughts, feelings, everything. Warts and all, completely anonymous. You can do it through our Weekly Drone feature. Just go to our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the website saying Weekly Drone. Click on that and you can submit your own story. Yeah, as I say, warts and all, completely anonymous and without fear of recrimination. And uh, I think that's exactly what this week's Weekly Droner has done. This is um, this is a spicy one. <laughs> so, JD, yeah, what's on the menu this week for Weekly Drone? It's the Weekly Drone. Regarding RSPBA allowances for directors, I've got a great idea for the RSPBA directors wanting an allowance for going to games and rubbing elbows with the sponsors. For the next AGM, propose a change to allow payments of precisely one penny per day with the stipulation that the amount cannot be changed for any reason. 
This way, they get a payment like they want, but it isn't an amount that will cost the members anything other than a quid paid out over a few decades. And also sends a message of what the membership thinks about the idea of the directors getting paid to attend the games. Hmm, Weekly Droner, what are you doing to me? Uh, yeah, one penny per event? Yeah, I don't think that'll pay for much. Uh, now, we did talk about this on a previous Rab show where the directors were wanting to pay themselves an allowance for attendance at competitions. Now, we were not across the details as to their thinking why they wanted this allowance. Now, I would be really interested to see what the argument was for such an allowance. Now, it's been suggested that, uh, you know, in previous AGMs that the submission for this allowance was very small. And it was just a question saying, hi, we want to get an allowance paid to us for attending competitions. Uh, Would that be possible? They put it to the membership at the AGM and the membership said no. And that was it. It was not talked about again. However, it was then brought to a second meeting, the AGM, which is the one we're talking about now in 2023. And apparently the submission for this one was a lot more detailed. There was a lot more information included in this time and as the reasoning behind the thinking about why an allowance should be payable to the board of directors. And, um, yeah, we were not across that. I would love to know that detail, you know, as to why they believed that an allowance would be possible. Now, unfortunately, it was pretty poor timing as well because this allowance was suggested following some of the Worst news that we've received in the piping scene for quite a while, and that was a cancellation of one of our majors. Yeah, the British Championships were cancelled, and it seems by all accounts, according to you know the article that was published on PipesDrums.com, that there was very little talk about it. And it was just kind of swept under the rug and said, well, well, that, that is what it is. Uh, no major this year. Uh, so, right, move on. Let's talk about paying an allowance. It was a little strange and very poor timing, I guess, uh, because it did seem to fall on deaf ears. The membership obviously have read the full submission with all of its detail and reasoned arguments, I guess, and the membership still said, uh, no, we don't want this. Uh, no, we're, we're not paying an allowance to directors to attend competitions. So that's twice now. And we've mentioned this on previous RAB shows already, that it's already been submitted twice to the AGM and the membership have knocked it down twice. So... Don't worry, as much as we're talking about paying allowances and stuff, it's not happening. It's been suggested, but the membership have said we don't want this. Uh, So, yeah, as much as our weekly droner is kind of thumbing their nose at it and going, well, hey, maybe we should pay them, we'll pay them a penny. Um, I just don't know if it'll ever happen. I I think it's something that the membership clearly don't want, unless the the, the argument for, you know, the payment of an allowance is kind of seen as reasonable or even... You know, we could see tangible benefits from it, I guess. But we'll have to wait and see on that front. Will it come to another future meeting for a third time? Don't know. And if it does, again, I would love to see how the argument has either changed, updated, or developed in some way from previous meetings. Yeah, so that's going to be an interesting one. And of course, if that does happen, we will tell you folks all about it here on The Rab Show. And we can debate about it for the coming months, as we've been doing ever since this one has been voted down. Uh, So, hey, it's an interesting one, isn't it? But it is what it is, I guess. (laughs) All right. 
So, if you do have your own particular weekly drone, like that last weekly drone I just did, any thoughts, comments on anything, even the big controversial stuff, you can send it in to thebigrabshow.com, and there's a big button at the top of the page saying Weekly Drone. That's where you can go, submit your story, and, uh, yeah, your thoughts and feelings, and... um, Aye, we'll do our best to bring it here to a future episode of the Rab Show podcast. So, thank you, JD, and to our weekly droner for sending that in. Quite an interesting one there. Okay. All right, well, you guessed it. I think it's time for What's the Crack? Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Hey, Rob, what's the crack this week? Well, what the crack is this week is that we have brand new music from Ross Ainsley and Tim Eddy to chat about. We also have some news from the Cooper Angus Pipe Band. Ooh, yeah, and details of a spring tour from Project Smock. Yeah, that's going to be intriguing. And also, we have some other information in relation to the upcoming concert that's going to be held this weekend in the Bernavent Theatre in Cookstown by Tully Lagan Pipe Band. Yeah, we have further details on the American Championships, which is returning to Norfolk in Virginia on April 22nd. We'll chat about that. We have results from the Donald McLeod Invitational event that took place this past weekend. We'll chat about that. And the PPBSO are appealing for stewards for an upcoming meeting. Well, which will actually be held today at the point of recording this. And we'll chat more about that and their appeal. And we've details of an upcoming piping recital by our current Glenfiddich solo champion, Wally McCallum. And we'll talk about that, of course, as well. Well, yeah, let's get into all of it then, shall we? It's time for all the news and updates. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McClellan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. 
custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Yes, time for all the news and updates, and as I've said, brand new music from Ross Ainsley and Tim Eddy. Wow, first of all. They released this album um, about a week ago now, I guess, and it's called Dade. D-I-A-D. You can go and purchase this on their Bandcamp page, just search for Ross Ainsley or even Tim Eddy as well. This album, seriously, is a lot of fun. (laughs) It's so good. Now, with chatting with Ross about how this album was produced and everything, basically the premise was is that Ross and Tim have been playing together for years, always on a casual basis. Nothing ever really serious, right, let's write some tunes. But they've always just sort of gathered together as friends and played a few tunes together casually. I'm sure you guys would remember over the course of the pandemic and everything, uh, Ross and Tim had a few pre-recorded concerts and stuff that they'd managed to put together, and that kept us going over the course of the pandemic. Now, I have to say, yeah, this album did not disappoint. Ross and Tim had the premise where they would go into a studio, switch the microphones on, and just go for it. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, the, the pair of them chat throughout, and it's, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Go and have a listen to it. You will not regret it. So for those of you who are not familiar, of course, with Tim Eddy, uh, we haven't really spoken much about Tim on the show, but he's a multi-instrumentalist, fantastic guitar player, squeezebox player, accordion, all of that. And yeah, he plays so well together with Ross Ainsley that we're well known here on the show by now. And this album does not disappoint. We've played it a few times now on Fuse FM. We played it last night as well as we kind of debuted a few tracks from it. It's just, yeah, the reaction we got from listeners to Fuse last night, they were like, whoa. So, yeah, for good reason. Now, there's a bit of a, a tour, a bit of a UK tour now that's been happening uh, to back up this album, Did, and there are dates all across the UK. So, Stornoway, Ullapool, Dundee, Edinburgh, all over the place. So for more information, you can go and just check out Ross Ainsley on his socials, uh, or even Tim Eddy for that matter. Uh, the pair of them will be heading out on a wee bit of a tour supporting this album. You will need to get your hands on this. If you're a piping fan at all, and you are because you're listening to this show, go and check out this album. Honestly, it has the Big Rab Show seal of approval. Yeah, it's a lot of great music on there. So shout out to Ross Ainsley and Tim Eddy. What a fantastic new album, Dade. Go and check it out right now. All right. Now, as mentioned, we also have a brand new spring tour by Project Smock. Yeah, Ali Levac and Co. are heading out the door and yeah, engaging in a little bit of a spring tour. If you are interested in all of those details, I'm not going to read you a hashtag list, but all of those dates have been published on their website where they are starting off in Shetland and then working their way across. They're even doing uh, gigs in Dublin, Limerick, Galway, and Belfast. So they are here, uh, on this side of the Irish Sea. So yeah, shout out to Project Smock. If you are a fan at all of Ali Levac and any of his work at all, uh, you will want to go and see these guys live. Trust me. Project Smock put on an an absolutely blistering show, and uh, you'll you'll want to catch them. So I'm not going to read you the list here, but you can go and check it out at your leisure. There you are. Shout out to Project Smack and their spring tour. Now, I did mention there that we had news from the Cooper Angus pipe band. 
Yeah, now this is such positive news. After last year, we we yeah we remember that we didn't see Cooper Angus in competition because they didn't have enough members to actually field a competitive band. And we did speak about that last year on the pod. It was disappointing not to see the Cooper Angus guys out on the grass. Well, they've put out an announcement saying that they are hoping to compete this incoming year in Grade 3B. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so this is the highest grade, actually, that Cooper Angus has ever been graded at. And I am really looking forward to seeing uh, Callum Douglas in that at the helm, of course. Shout out to Cooper Angus. It's very exciting news. So really looking forward to seeing them in Grade 3B. That's a very competitive grade, though. Not going to lie. Uh, so... Good luck to you guys, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what they're going to bring to that circle. So it's been too long since we've seen Cooper Angus in competition, so yeah, cannot wait to see them back. So there you are, Grade 3B, the mighty Cooper Angus will be hitting the circle this incoming season. Really looking forward to that, actually. Yeah, awesome stuff. All right, moving on. I was talking there about the PPBSO. Yeah, the the Pipers and Pipe Band Society of Ontario. All right. I'm not very good at pronouncing the acronym. I don't know why I always seem to trip over it. Uh, But yeah, they're going to be holding a brief Zoom meeting. Well, just right now, tonight, as I'm recording this on Wednesday the 12th. Uh, So yeah, they're appealing for stewards. Now, this Zoom meeting is for those stewards who are already involved with the branch, but also for those who may be interested in getting involved. Yeah. Now, it'll talk through the whole process of how to become one and also what's required of a steward and how you can help events run more smoothly. Yeah, so if you are interested at all, the first games I think that they have uh, in their calendar is, was it June 10th at Georgetown? I could be wrong. Again, stuff that Rab got wrong. But if you are curious at all, then go along and check out the PBBSO on their social media. <laughs> I always trip over that. Or you can email them, of course, which is rsvpadmin at pbbso.org, and they will send you all the Zoom information there. Yeah, where they will kind of walk you through the process of how to become a steward. Yeah, so if you are interested in helping out the scene there at all, then they are definitely interested in hearing from you. There you are. So they need stewards. Stewards are one of those kind of unsung heroes, I guess, of pipe band competitions that I believe don't get talked about enough, you know? Especially here in Northern Ireland, from my experience, the stewards are so professional and, yeah, they make sure that every band is on that line, bang on time. I haven't been in a competition recently in the past, I don't know, five, six years, but that has been delayed in any way. That Everything has always ran on time, just like clockwork. And so that's a testament to the bands, but it's also a testament to the stewards as well. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, perhaps that's a future topic of the week right there. If you guys have any thoughts or feelings on stewards or stewarding, then, yeah, email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's definitely a future topic of the week right there. Okay, I did mention previously about the American Championships that are going to be returning to Norfolk and Virginia. This is on April 22nd. Now, this is all part of the Virginia International Tattoo, uh, which is all happening all in around that same weekend. So, this competition itself will be on Saturday, April 22nd, and will be starting at 12 midday. Now... Where do you hear the lineup here? This is quite an interesting competition. It's shaping up to be very competitive. Starting off with Grade 3, we have the Carnegie Mellon University Pipes and Drums. We also have McMillan. Yeah, McMillan Brittles Pipe Banner be there. We also have Siren City, who'll be there, as well as St. Column Kill United. 
that oh that's quite a tight grade of competition there i would argue now not only grade three but we have a grade two competition as well where we have the city of chicago pipe band will be there we also have mcmillan as well that what from washington looking forward to seeing them also we have the ottawa police pipe bands yeah, it's been a wee while since we've seen Ottawa in action, actually in competition, so looking forward to seeing them. Also, of course, we have the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band. Yeah, looking forward to seeing them. And then we have a couple of bands that are playing up in the grade two. We have Carnegie Mellon, who are playing up, as well as St. Column Kill, that are, are playing up as well. So they are. That's shaping up to be quite an interesting competition. Now, uh, by all accounts, there's quite a dose of prize money on offer here as well, which also made for interesting reading. Yeah, what do you hear this? In grade three, for first place, you get a grand and a half. $1,500 for top prize in grade three. Wow, now that's all sorts of awesome. Also, in grade two, for the top spot, you get two grand. Now that, wow. Yeah, that that's impressive. So, first place in grade two, two grand. Second place is a grand. Third place five hundred dollars either way that's impressive so hey good luck to any band competing in either of those two grades yeah if you finish anywhere in those top spots you're walking home with some cash in your sparring yeah fantastic stuff now not only that but there's also quite an interesting competition where there is a drum fanfare competition now, yeah, I remember seeing clips of this previously from years ago, uh, this drum fanfare competition, and there is a single prize, a single winner, will will pick up $1,000. Not bad. So let's say, for example, your grade two band walks in and they lift the top spot, plus the drum corps walks in and they lift the drum fanfare competition. That's three grand you're walking home with. That's insane. That's so good. So, yeah, shout out to the organizers of this competition. That is fantastic. You know, we get to see a lot of blistering piping and drumming from some incredible pipe bands, but also seeing that they could potentially walk away with some prize money on their sparrings on the road home. That is amazing. So, well done. Now, of course, the Virginia International Tattoo event itself is happening that same weekend from April 20th through to 23rd, and it is shaping up to be quite a huge event by all accounts. I think the tickets for the International Tattoo are still available. If you do want to go to the Virginia Tattoo, you can go to vafest.org and grab your tickets there. Now, from all accounts, you know, from various little clips I've seen of it online, it does look to be quite a huge event that pulls in a lot of great pipers and drummers from all across and definitely worth checking out. I am curious. I do like a tattoo, as you guys know. Uh, we chatted all about the Battle Money tattoo in last week's show. Plus, we're huge fans of the Belfast International Tattoo here locally, and that's an awesome event. Uh, so, yeah, whenever we see other tattoos happening across the globe, then it honestly does draw attention. We do know that it is its own scene in itself as well. Uh, so, yeah, I know we only periodically kind of dip in and out of tattoos here on Rab Show, but maybe we should perhaps yeah apply a little bit more focus to tattoos. Uh, but, yeah, very interesting. Uh, this Virginia International Tattoo is a huge event, and one of which that we're definitely going to be keeping a track on on future but this competition the american championships yeah that's shaping up to be quite awesome yeah bands all across at a very high level i'm really looking forward to seeing how this competition shakes down so that's on april 22nd the american championships at the virginia international tattoo really looking forward to that so good luck to everyone competing there and uh yeah if you win i'm sure the beers will be on you in the beer tent yeah <laughs> 
Alright, so we did mention earlier about the results from the Donald McLeod Invitational event. Now, this was live-streamed online, where you can go and have a... Well, you can sit and watch the entire thing. You know, the Peebra competition, the Hornpipe Jig, the MSR, they're all up there now, thanks to the Lewis and Harris Piping Society. This all took place in Stornoway there on April 7th, and... It pretty much read as a who's who of the bagpiping world. Uh, yeah, it was quite awesome. The overall winner, of course, on the day was Callum Beaumont. Yeah. And the runner-up was uh, a local lad, actually, to Stornoway, which was James Duncan McKenzie, as we'll... Yeah, I'm sure you guys will all know that name. Uh, so, winning the Peabrook event was Callum Beaumont. Second place was James Duncan McKenzie, as we've mentioned. Uh, third was Glenn Brown, and fourth was Willie McCallum. In the MSR competition, Callum Beaumont won that one as well, and James coming a very close second, followed by Angus McCall in third place, and Finlay Johnson was in f- f- fourth place. There you are. Yeah. The Hornpipe Jig competition then, it went to Angus McCall. Yeah. In second place was Willie McCallum, third was Callum Beaumont, and fourth was James Duncan McKenzie. So, yeah, for those of you doing your mathematics at home, that's how we landed at the overall winner being Callum Beaumont. So, congratulations to Callum. And, yeah, you can go back and watch all of those performances. Again, thanks to the Lewis and Harris Piping Society. We have shared out those live streams on the Rab Show socials, so you can can you can go back and watch the entire thing. I have I've watched all of the MSR competition, I think. And I've yet to, to get into the Peebra competition. But I will. I'll get there. Uh, but, yeah. Shout out to everyone who was competing there. Quite a prestigious competition. And, uh, yeah, it's great to see Callum come out on top there. Good work, sir. Yes. As mentioned in What's the Crack, we got a little bit more detail on what we can be expecting at the upcoming concert this weekend in the Bernavon Theatre in Cookstown to celebrate Tully Lag and Pipe Band being on the road for 100 years. Yes, not only are we going to be treated to quite a huge concert with featuring three bands from the Northern Ireland scene, but we're also going to be launching a brand new book. Now, this book, yeah, I've been talking about it on BBC here in Northern Ireland because uh, it's quite, yeah, it's quite a big deal. This has been a labour of love of Trevor Hassan and a bunch of other people from throughout uh, Tully Lagan's history piecing this all together. It's filled with all sorts of great anecdotes and photographs from the time. Yeah, uh, this book ticks all the way from the very beginning of Tully Lagan Pipe Band, its inception, to how it all came together, through to the modern day, with them winning world championships, for example, as a drum corps. So, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting book. I've had a, a good leaf through it myself, and then, as those of you who may listen to Kintra over there on BBC Radio Ulster, I've already had quite an interesting conversation in that, and all of those people who put it all together behind the scenes, yeah. Such an interesting publication, and it's going to be launched at this concert this weekend in the Bernavon Theatre. We'll chat more about that in Dates for Your Diary. But yeah, we're also going to have Kolobaki on stage and Klaus Kelt Pipe Band, and both bands of which I am very excited to see. Now, Klaus Kelt and Kolobaki are going to be there because they do have connections with Tully Lagan Pipe Band, of course. So, yeah, for those of you in the know, I'm sure you know who exactly I'm talking about. There is close connections between Kolobaki, Klaus Kelt, and Tully Lagan Pipe Band, yeah. So, if you are curious as to what those connections are, and you don't know what I'm talking about, well, then you'll find out at the concert, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> so that's this weekend in the Bernavon Theatre in Cookstown. Really looking forward to that show. Yeah, it should be quite an evening. Uh, if you are looking for more information, of course, you can go to the Bernavon Theatre box office, or you can go to Tully Lagan's own socials, where they have shared out stories and stuff from publications telling us all about this upcoming book, as well as the upcoming concert as well, and its importance. So there you are. Just wanted to mention it in this week's show, and no doubt we'll talk more about it, of course, on the Rab Show. 
Uh, when we get into dates for your diaries and all that. All right, let's move on. As mentioned, we do have a recital coming up from the current Glenfiddich solo champion, which is, of course, Willie McCallum. This will be held on the 5th of May in the Gordon Highlanders Museum. Yeah, so tickets are 12 quid and yeah, honestly cheap at twice the price. You can go to the Gordon Highlanders Museum on social media where they are promoting it currently. And um, this is quite a small affair. Yeah, it's quite, and I'm not going to say it's a huge concert by any means, but it's quite small because they have capacity for only 60 seats. Mm, so it's, if you're interested in going to quite an intimate solo piping recital and getting up close and personal and, yeah, having basically a one-to-one performance by Willie McCallum, then there's your opportunity. Go and check out the Gordon Highlanders Museum on their social media and, yeah, purchase your tickets. So that's the 5th of May and a piping recital by Willie McCallum. That's going to be well worth attending, I think. Okay, well, I wanted to give a shout-out this week to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Now, we've been chatting about the Red Hot Chilies over this last six, seven weeks, maybe, that they've been over there in the United States on a bit of a U.S. tour. Now, they released some of the figures on their actual tour. Now, this is kind of daunting. I don't know how the guys did it. But over the course of the six weeks they were there in the United States for their spring tour, they did 25 gigs over 16 states. What? <laughs> That's insane. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to the Chili Pipers. Six weeks, 25 gigs, over 16 states in the US. So, yeah, you folks over there in the United States, I hope you did manage to catch the Chilies wherever they are, because I'm sure they've done their best to try and get to a venue near you. And, uh, yeah, uh, from all accounts, I think the the tour that they've had over there in the US has been a roaring success. Also, I have to give a special mention to Ali the Piper, who also was one of their opening acts, I guess, for one of their gigs. I think it was one of their final gigs that they did. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to Ali the Piper. Uh, Alison, of course, blister and bagpiper that we've had on the show here before. And, uh, yeah, she was (laughs) managing to open up for the Chilies, and she was just as starstruck as they were starstruck. It was kind of funny, actually, watching it all happen. Uh, But, yeah, there's been TikToks filmed aplenty and lots of stuff on social media from the United States tour from the Red Hot Chilies. So shout out to you guys. Uh, Yeah, I think it's been a very successful tour by all accounts. Now, will the Red Hot Chilies be going back to the United States this year? Don't know. We have had a few questions in from folks asking, will the Chilies come back again to the US? We don't know. Uh, we hope so. Uh, we do know that they normally do tour some places in the US over July and August. Uh, so I guess we'll have to watch this space. But if we do have further information on any upcoming Chili's gigs in the US, then we'll certainly let you folks know. But we do know that they're returning back here to the UK because they have a, f- a sold out gig in Belfast to attend over the next week or two, as well as Dublin and in Cork, uh, I think. And then they're doing a few gigs over in Scotland as well before wrapping things up for the summer. Indeed. So yeah, shout out to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. That's impressive. Six weeks, 25 gigs over 16 different states. That's that's mental. (laughs) That's mental. Yeah, shout out to you guys. That's a wealth of work there that you should be rightly proud of. Fantastic stuff. Alrighty. So the BC Pipers Association held their own competition this past weekend, which was their 90th annual gathering. And I think by all accounts from everyone that I've heard from who were there in attendance, that it was just a blistering competition. The standard was so high across all the soloists and the bands involved themselves. It was just an incredible night 
of piping and drumming. So thank you to everyone who was involved there. You can go and look at the complete listing of all of your results and everything, who won what and where. Uh, but yeah, shout out to the band competition in particular. And yeah, the Simon Fraser University turning up on stage and thumping out some big tunes. Man, they were so good. Uh, so yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. If you are interested, you can go and watch the entire live stream of the competition. Just go to BC Pipers Association on their socials and you can go and check all of that out. Uh, as well as the World Solo Drumming Qualifier competition as well. That's up there too. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to sit here, read a hashtag list for you all because you can all go and do that at your leisure. But yeah, the 2023 annual gathering, which was their 90th, uh, definitely worth checking out. So we've shared out all of those live streams, of course, on our Rab Show socials. And yeah, shout out to the SFU Pipe Band, which I particularly enjoyed. That was, yeah, stellar, stellar stuff from SFU. Did not disappoint. Uh, so yeah, go and check that out. Shout out to the B- BC Pipers and uh, yeah, for full information on all the results, who won what, you can go and check their website, bcpipers.org. Yeah. Okay, well, as with each and every news and updates, I guess, here in the Rab Show pod, if there's anything that we've managed to miss, then please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. If there's anything at all that we've managed to miss, omit, or just glaringly obviously got wrong, then, yeah, let us know. <laughs> we always love to hear it when stuff that Rab got wrong. Yeah, so BigRabShow at gmail.com. We always love to hear it. Alrighty, folks. That's it for news and updates. I guess um, it's time for dates for your diary, isn't it? The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Yes, time for Dates for Your Diary. So, pens and paper at the ready, it's time to start making some plans. There's a lot happening in the piping scene over the next few weeks, so let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band are throwing a huge fundraising golf tournament. Now, we've already previously mentioned this, so if you are a golfer and you're wanting to help raise some funds for St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band, now's your opportunity. Yeah, it's going to be held in the Westmanstown Golf Club, and you can contact any member of St. Lawrence Atul Pipe Band for information on how to get involved. Plus, you can check out all of their socials as well for further information. That's all on the 14th of April in the Westmanstown Golf Club. Uh, what an interesting way to raise some funds there. A big golf tournament there for St. Lawrence. There you are. Okay, of course, as previously mentioned on previous podcasts, this weekend we're heading to the Bernavan Theatre in Cookstown for Tully Lagan Pipe Band and their Centenary Concert. Yes, we're celebrating 100 years of Tully Lagan on the road. And uh, not only that, we're having a huge concert, but we're also launching a book as well, which will be filled 
full of information all about the band from its inception all the way through to the modern day. So definitely going to be worth a read. So, not only will Tully Lagan be on stage, but we're also going to have performances by Kalabaki Pipe Band and the mighty Klaus Kelt will also be there. So really looking forward to that. So that's on the 15th in the Bernavan Theatre. Hope to see you all there in sunny Cookstown. That's going to be a great night. Absolutely. All right. Moving on, on the 22nd of April is going to be quite a busy day for soloists. Yeah, on the 22nd, of course, then, well, initially, we have the Kingdom Thistle Solos, which will be held in Lockgilly High School. Yeah, and for full information on that, you can check out everything on the Rab Show social media, or you can go and check out Kingdom Thistle themselves on social media, where they have published all of those details, uh, along with draws and all of that, all the information to do with the Kingdom Thistle Solos, are all up there you can go and read that at your leisure but yeah just to let you know 22nd of april that's when it's happening luck Gilly high school and also on the 22nd of april right here in northern ireland we have the ulster solos which are being held in listen garvey high school so yeah i did tell you it's a busy weekend for soloists so that's just next weekend so in luck Gilly high school for the kingdom thistle and listen garvey high school for the ulster solos there you are quite a busy weekend right also on the 28th of april is a huge concert that we are all ridiculously excited for yes the pipe major frank andrews tribute concert which will of course have the mighty field marshal montgomery as the headline act yeah this is going to be very exciting it's going to be a night filled with all sorts of incredible music and i really cannot wait for this so this is going to be held in the tully glass hotel in balamina on the 28th of April. Now, I think by all accounts, tickets are pretty much gone at this point. I think they're all sold out. Uh, but, yeah, I, for one, cannot wait to see Field Marshal Montgomery on stage. It's going to be quite, quite an awesome show. Really looking forward to that. That's the 28th of April. Okay, folks, that's pretty much it for Dates for Your Diary. That takes you through to the end of April. And, uh, yeah, once we get into the month of May, that's when our piping season starts to begin. And, yeah, we'll tackle that on future Rab Show podcasts. But that's it for Dates for Your Diary for this week. There you go. Alrighty, well, at this point in the show, you guessed it. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Yes indeed, time for Topic of the Week and the title of this week's episode kind of does give it away as to who we're talking to, Gary West. Now the reason we're chatting to Gary in the first place is because of a news story that broke last week and we had talked about it on our podcast and our news and updates of course about the brand new podcast put together by Gary West. Now, for those of you who know Gary, of course, he's been the presenter over there on the Pipeline radio show on BBC Radio Scotland for over 20 years and has become kind of the voice of pipe bands for a lot of people, and myself included. So whenever we heard the news that the Pipeline show was going to be no longer, we were bitterly disappointed. But now we're all sorts of excited that we have a brand new podcast produced by Gary West himself, and we wanted to find out more information about it. So, yeah, let's welcome Gary West to the Big Rab Show podcast. So, welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast, a voice that would be familiar to a lot of folks in the piping scene. Gary West, how are you, sir? Are you well? 
I'm very well, Rob. Yes, very well indeed. Yourself? I bet the, the very best. We're recording this on a very sunny Saturday, so it's a great day outside in Northern Ireland. What's it like where you are? A uh, very blue sky here in Edinburgh too. I have to say, yeah. So we're not going to be outdone by you guys. So we've oh. got we've got the sun as well. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Well, the reason we have you on this week's Rab Show Pod is because you've launched your own podcasting venture. But first of all, I wanted to talk a little bit about your time on BBC Radio Scotland, of course, with the Pipeline Show. Sure. Gary, twenty was it twenty one, twenty two years on the Pipeline Show. I think it was 21, yes. I'm, I've been saying 21, but to be honest, I can't exactly remember when I started, but I think it's 21, yeah. 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 So I'm sure throughout that time, there's bound to have been some standout moments, like some big shows that you just won't forget. Has there been any shows like that that have had an impact on you? There have. I think um, <laughs> you'll know what this is like. You know, when you do so many shows, after a while, they all kind of melt into one, you know, because uh, 21 years is almost a thousand shows, I think, I've done. Wow. So, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and there's nothing nothing I haven't said about bagpipes many, many, many <laughs> times over. So I, I think the ones that stick in my mind are probably the ones when I'm getting out and about outside the studio, you know, because... Yeah. You know what it's like when you're sitting in a studio and you're talking to a microphone. You you hope there's people out there listening to you somewhere yeah. in the future. Genuine fear, isn't it? Like you yeah, think you're sitting talking future, to yourself. But it's a strange thing. You're just conversing <laughs> with with a microphone um, yeah. or with one producer in, in the BBC. You know, through the glass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I suppose the ones that stick in my mind most are the ones where I've managed to get out and about. You know, in amongst the real, the real happenings, as it were. You know, competitions, um, whether pipe bands or solo competitions, events, um, recording at, at piping clubs, piping societies, that kind of thing. Obviously, world championships are are very special. They always stick in the mind. Uh, I think the first one I did uh, was. You know, it, 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 it was nerve wracking um, because you've you've got to go back to the studio uh, just you know a couple of a couple of hours after it's it's actually finished, and by the time you get back to the studio, you maybe still not know the results. Well, all, always you don't know the results because we tended yeah. to finish recording at the park, head back to HQ, and start to get ready. And um, so we're going out. We always went out live, uh, certainly for the world's live at nine, five past nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know at that point what music you're going to be playing because you don't know the order. You've, you know, we always, we always knew more or less the bands were likely to play, but very seldom yeah. did we call it, you know, the the top six in exactly the right order or whatever. So, and you don't know what you're going to say about it uh, because you don't know who's won and and who's had a disappointing day or who's had a good day. Um, so I think my first, you know, the first few world championships uh, were very, very nervy, but very exciting, you know. Uh, and those that was back in the days when the telly didn't cover it. It was just us, just the radio. So, That's right, yeah. So, um, you know, everything was hanging on, on us, whereas nowadays what tends to happen is that the, the big production is the telly stuff, and we take the sound feed from them and get you know get get their stuff. Um, so it's it's changed days, I suppose, from that point of view. Uh, so yeah, world championships definitely the big solo competitions. Glen Fiddich every year is always very special, and and it's kind of home turf for me, Blair Castle. And there's not, you know I'll, if there's a better room 
for piping anywhere in the world than the main ballroom there at Blair Castle. I've yet to find it, you know. And all the players say that. It's it's a very special place and a very special atmosphere. Um, so it's always a treat to go there back to my homeland every <laughs> every year. Northern meeting um, in Inverness, we cover that every year. That's a very different thing, much, you know, far. By definition, the Glenfiddich has... You know, the 10 top players in the world in that year, really. Yeah. Um, there's hundreds of competitors at the Northern Meeting, so it's much, much a bigger organisation. Um, so, and then, yeah, just, um, just yeah, just, just these out and about events are always really special. Yeah. They are. I have to say, it has become quite a tradition, and I'm sure not just in my house, but in a lot of people's households that you tune in to Pipeline you know, as soon as it's on. It's just an automatic thing in everyone's house. It just, bing, on goes the radio. You know, the yeah. telly gets switched off, on comes Gary. And <laughs> that, <laughs> well, that's nice now, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, honestly, it always, has always got some, occasionally some strange messages, people saying, yeah, I always listen to you in the bath or whatever. And I think, right, okay, I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to have that image. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that is an image. Yeah. And for some reason, when people listen to the Rab show, they're either driving or they're doing the housework. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that's true, probably of of a lot of radio programs, and you yeah. know, I, I sometimes <laughs> I think the car thing is mm. is is definitely the case. You know, a lot a lot of people, whether it's on radio when it's actually going out, or if they've downloaded it from sounds or a podcast or whatever afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll listen to that in the car. I sometimes say to the top pipers, you know. Uh, it's not worth tuning in your drones. No one can hear them in the car, you know. <laughs> well, actually, I don't think I've ever said to that that to them, but I've I've thought it I've thought it often enough. Oh, that's it. Hours and hours of tuning, and you have to get over the top of an engine. Yeah, that's exactly, it. exactly. But, yeah, that's it. So I have to say, as, as well as being you know quite prolific on the radio and everything, you've you've been at the forefront of some huge live events, and that and one that I wanted to ask you was the Inverarian District concert last year. Yeah. Gary, yeah. that was such a special show. What was it like being there? It was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, I've been at most, if not all, of the you know the, the pre-Worlds concerts over the years um, uh, as an audience member, or occasionally we've, we've covered them on Pipeline or whatever. Um, but, you know, that was certainly a, a, a very special one. Um, so, as you said, I was comparing it. So I had a, a ringside seat just standing at the side of the stage, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was it was incredible. You know, I think pipe band concerts have come so so. You know, a few people have been asking me what how how have things changed over the last you know during my time on Pipeline, and I would say the pipe band concert is one. Obviously, they've been around longer than twenty years. I did them myself in, back in my Vale days, the likes, likes of Ballymena, you know, yeah. in the 80s and so on. So the, the phenomenon of the pipe band concert is well established, but I think they're just getting better and better. Um, I, th- I thought for a while that when pipe bands first began to branch away from just pipes and drums into, you know, a keyboard and guitar or whatever, yeah. that um, sometimes it didn't work because I think not enough thought was put into it. It's, you know, it's like he sometimes got the impression that the week before, you know, the band phoned up the uh, a keyboard player and said, going to come along and play a few chords or whatever. And I, I don't think <laughs> yeah. it was thought out enough. Not, yeah. not every band, but the, the, I think there was a tendency to do that. But we're way past that now. You know, these are very sophisticated 
arrangements that they've clearly worked on for a long time. And there's a pool now. The other thing is there's a pool of accompanists, uh, many of them actually pipers, but also very, very good guitar players or bazooka players or or whatever, um, who know how to play with bagpipes, first of all. So that whole drone thing, obviously you have to take take that into account. Some chords are going to work, some chords are not going to work. How to, how to engage with a, a pipe band drum core with the complexities of that, you know. So you, you rhythmically, if you've got a string instrument and you're you're doing something rhythmically, you've got to be aware of what the drum core are doing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just starts to you know fight Flash. each other. So yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. much much more complex and um, and better <laughs> system now. And I think Inverary just just nailed it. It was a such a good concert. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're now looking forward to this incoming year with Simon Fraser University. Uh, Will you be there in the armadillo yourself, Gary? Uh, hoping to be, hoping to be. Yes, yes. I um, I don't think I'll have the means yet of uh, recording it. I'm hoping. Well, we'll talk about the podcast in a minute, but I'm hoping to do some recording. But that's probably a step too far in year in year one. But <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Oh, it'll be a great show for sure. So, right, let's get on to the podcast then. I've got a wealth of other questions I could have asked you all about Pipeline, but we want to move ahead because you're now on to a brand new venture. Tell us about this podcast, Gary. How did this all start life? So, yeah, I'd, um, it's a good question. I The whole Pipeline thing, you know, obviously for the last few months, there's been, there's been a bit of a, a stushy and a bit of a... Uh, confusion as to exactly what's happening. Um, I first got wind of it before Christmas, December, that that, that this was probably going to happen, um, and that um, you know I, I began to think, right, okay, I, I I really enjoy doing this. How can I keep doing it in some other way if pipeline does go? Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking towards, well, maybe I could could I do something myself? Is there any other platform, any other radio place that might want? A, piping program or whatever and I thought well let's just have a go at the podcast idea and I've seen the success of yours you know and one one or two others and I think well there's there's clearly a demand an audience for piping stuff out there Mm. and um, you know I've got the the kind of background and the experience and for the last two years I've been producing pipeline as well as presenting so I knew how to do the technical stuff I knew how to how to record and and edit and and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, well, why not? Let's give it a go. And uh, so I did a sort of kind of dummy one just just um, to see, make sure, because you know I was working previously on BBC software and all of that. So it was just I did one just with yeah. my own means. Can I can I do it myself? And I thought, yeah, it's just the same as I've been doing really. Um, and then there were one or two tricky things so um i'm I'm not huge on social media and uh, i could see from people like yourself (laughs) that that, that's a big you know communicating with your audience and your potential audience not just during the 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 actual podcast and the event but you know in between is clearly a big big part of it um and the other thing was music so i um you know, I, I very much wanted to keep playing music and uh, it was a bit of a minefield as you're probably aware of the the whole rules and license and, and so on. 
I mean, I was spoiled at the BBC. I could play anything I liked because of the nature of their their license agreements and so on. That's but it. Podcasts, yeah, free reign. It's tricky. So I bought myself a, a PRS, Performing Rights Society podcast music license, and then realised you still have to get in touch with the record companies uh, officially for permission to play anything for more than thirty seconds. And mm. um, so I'm I'm lucky that I know most of most of these people, <laughs> um, and so many bands, you know, folk bands and so on now are. Um, are self self releasing, so um, they've all been very good at saying, "Yeah, just just play it." And and because I've got the PRS thing, then it's it's all legal, you know. But it's it's a bit it's a little bit tricky. And to be honest, I think the trickiest thing will be kind of um, solo piping, you know, because I had this mass massive archive at my fingertips with the with, with the BBC, which I, I won't have access to now. So. So, um, but I am I am planning to do sessions, studio sessions. So I've got a little studio set up just outside Edinburgh. Uh, so I'm going to invite people in, pay them properly, pay them proper musician union um, uh, pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm actually running. The, here's my first wee advert. If anyone's interested, I'm running a wee sort of sponsor a session thing. So if any companies or individuals, you know, think, oh, it would be nice to keep the music flowing, let's uh, let's sponsor a session. Um, they can do that, and they obviously get get a bit of uh, airplay and so on to uh, name. If it's a company, a wee, wee bit of a spiel about them, uh, associated with whoever's doing the session. Oh, aiming for one of them, one a month, and um, I've got a little bit of sponsorship already in the bag, which is great. So. So uh, yeah, just trying to build it. I know it'll be, you know, it's it's well, you'll I'll, I'll take lessons from you, <laughs> but I know it's a you know it's a, a, a it, it's not a crowded market, but the products have to be good. I know that, and people will if it's good, people will listen, and if it's not, they won't. It's as simple as that. So just yeah. making sure that that you know we can do things that people want to engage with. But it's it's been great. It's just almost a week I've launched now. Um, and there's thousands of people, you know, listening in. Um, and uh, I'm also doing this kind of, um, well, you can be, become a, it's obviously free uh, as podcasts tend to be, but you can uh, join as a friend for a couple of pounds a month um, and you get, you know, some some special treatments as yet to be decided. <laughs> there are some extra wee perks. Um, yeah. Just just wee perks, you know what it's Aye. like. So just to try and get that support because, you know, it's it's um it's important that I can cover costs, otherwise I won't be able to keep doing it. So so um yeah, that but that's how it all came about. I just thought let's go for it. And then it happened really quickly. You know, I just thought, well, hmm. Maybe I'll do this at some point in the future, and then I ended up doing it the day after my last my last the day after. last weekend. <laughs> so I thought, right, you know, just right back on the horse. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, here I'm a massive fan. I've already listened to episode one now a couple of times, actually, Good and man. it's just fantastic, Gary. So, for folks interested, then if you're watching the video at home uh, of our conversation, or if you're checking out the podcast, of course, we will include this in the show notes. Uh, go to GaryWest.scot, and that has all the information up there. So, right. Here, you're, good, you're good at this. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> impressed. I don't know how to do that, but I'll, I'll learn. <laughs> so it's enjoy your piping podcast. So, with Gary, so well, this will be a weekly affair then, Gary. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go out weekly. Um, 
that's the plan anyway, certainly. Um, and I've decided to go for a Wednesday evening release every week, simply because when I was wee, when I was young, growing up, the piping was always on the radio on a Wednesday night. And yeah. that that was my sort of... Uh, kind of association of but you know what it's like you know it doesn't really matter which day it comes out because you know it's it's online as it were it's not live on the on the radio so um but i'm just it, it's from a practical point of view as well um you there know you midweek seems quite good my yeah. first one was a sunday so there's a wee sort of 10 day gap until next week um and so yeah planning planning to do a weekly thing and um yeah, as you say, if you go into the website there's there's full full details there. And and you can get it on all the usual podcast places, you know, it's on yeah. it's on I think most of them. Um uh, so yeah, so, well, that's all been quite a steep learning curve of how to just get all that stuff organized, you know. But yeah, yeah, delighted. Yeah. One week in I'm I'm very happy. Oh, it's it's been excellent so far. I have to say, podcasting is its own animal, you know. Yeah. Uh, with my own experience with working with the BBC, sometimes you can get in very much in a comfort zone, I think, with the BBC yeah. and how they all run and operate and stuff. But as you say about their software and how things run. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, being independent, I wish you luck. It is a, a bit of a struggle at times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Folks, you should go and check out this podcast because it is honestly just business as usual. It's almost as if you've kind of transplanted what was happening on BBC and brought it yeah. just to an independent podcast. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I kind of don't know how, how else to do it, you know. I think it's maybe a little bit a little bit more relaxed, you know, just there's, well, from things like there's things that you can't say on the BBC, you know, and you can't, you can't, there you go. You yeah. can't speak up, you know, you can't... Uh, talk about commercial things too much and you know I'm, I'm quite enjoying the freedom if if i think someone's reads are great then you can just say so you know they that, are yeah that, that kind of thing now um <laughs> but it. um and yeah I, I was a little bit more scripted on pipeline just because it needs to be but for that very reason you know you've yeah. got to be careful what you say a little bit more control whereas yeah. i'm just gonna you know, just going going for it this uh, with this but but yeah i think a broadly similar mix um, although, like you, I'm I'm very into all kinds of music, and not just piping. So I'm I'm doing this yeah. kind of Westie's wild card. Whether I do it every week or not, I'll throw in something that's not piping, that's maybe not even trad or folky. Yeah. Um, it might be a you know singer songwriter, or it might not be music at all. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, you know, just something. Something to keep us on our toes. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. So, Gary, I want to wish you every success with the podcast. I know we've already received some uh, listener mail from listeners of the Rab Show Pod saying, "Oh, there'll be a big rivalry there." Well, no, there won't be a rivalry no, at all. No, not at no, all. Um, not at all. And I'm very grateful for you uh, demonstrating that there isn't by inviting me on. So I course, shall, I shall yeah. reciprocate soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. No, I've said it here before in Rab Show. The more people talking about this amazing instrument, this music, the better. Yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. it. So, yeah. Gary, keep us across any anything that's happening with the show, of course, and we'll try and update our own audience here as well. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, folks, go and check out the notes in the show notes right now. Go and check out Gary's new podcast. You will not regret it. And then you can come back and message us in bigrabshowgmail.com. You think, wow, that was amazing. I'm going to stop listening to Rab Show now and we're all listening to Gary. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't think that's going to happen, Rob. That's never. <laughs> happen, but, but thank you very much. <laughs> Not at all, Gary. Thanks for taking time out of your Saturday. I'll let you go and all enjoy right. the sunshine. Thanks for chatting with us here in Rancho. Thanks, thank Rob. you. All the best. Cheers. Ah, fantastic stuff there. Thank you so much to Gary West for taking time to chat with us here on The Big Rab Show. And uh, yeah, honestly, folks, go and check it out right now. Uh, yeah, the, it's such an incredible podcast. And as you'll heard there, that yeah, it also includes a lot of music. And we will expect to see more music in future from this podcast, including some live sessions and stuff, which I'm definitely going to want to tune in for. So we have included details in the show notes and that. So if you do want to go and click right now and go and have a listen to Gary's podcast, then please do and let him know that we sent you. Yeah. (laughs) Saying, hey, Gary, Big Rab Show sent me over. This is not bad, you know. Aye, trust me, this definitely gets the Rab Show seal of approval, and we are huge fans of Gary's brand new venture. Uh, So yeah, you should go and check it out as well. There you are. Alrighty, everyone, that's it for another big Rab Show podcast. Another one's in the can. And can I just say, and well, on a personal level, this is April 12th, and it is our, my wedding anniversary. And the reason I'm mentioning it at all is because my wife and I have been married now for 20 years. Uh, so she's put up with me for 20 years. So before I close things out, I just want to say a very happy anniversary to my long-suffering wife. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, yeah, as I'm about to head off now, I'm going to get myself a big feed as part of our anniversary celebrations. Uh, yeah, I want to wish you guys all the very best until our next show. As always, if you do have any comments at all, you can always email us. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And don't forget, we also have weekly drones. So if you do want to submit your thoughts and feelings anonymously, then you can go to our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the page there. Yeah, you can go and click on that and submit your thoughts and feelings, warts and all, without fear of recrimination. And don't forget as well, in our show notes, there's also a link to our Patreon. So if you would like to get exclusive access to interviews, Rab Show Plus, of course, our weekly Fuse FM Balamoney radio shows over there, there's a ton of great stuff over there for our Patreon faithful community. Definitely. Yeah, if you are wanting to help support us, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Yeah. Alrighty, I am out the door. Thank you all for downloading this week and each and every week. Don't forget to tell your mates about our wee show, about what we're doing over here. Talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. So, until next week folks, we'll see you all again. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>